Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today's topic is negative self-talk and why it is so important for you to stop it dead in its tracks. I know that this is a topic I've already preached about before, but whenever I asked what do people need to hear most today, this is the topic I was given. And I feel like as a teacher, my students need to hear things seven plus times before it really sinks in with them sometimes. So maybe this is just a reminder for you. I feel like that there are some people out there listening who have been beating themselves up on the regular lately. In fact, I'm on social media because I interact with my listeners a lot and I like to post positive messages. And when I'm on social media, I'm not just out there looking at what you know I'm posting, but I'm also looking at what other people post as well. And lately, there seems to be a slew of posts of woe is me, can you send me positive vibes, can you help me, can you pray for me, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine to ask others for help and to ask for positive vibes, but what it points out to me is that you're overlooking one key factor, and that is yourself. You don't have to ask others to send you positive vibes you can send yourself positive vibes. You can be the thing that causes all of the negativity to go away. It starts and stops in your own mind. Many of us, and I know that some of you are going to sit here and think, what is she talking about? What do you mean? I can't control whether or not I'm having a good or bad day. And in essence, yes, you can. Yes, things will happen to you in your life that you don't expect, and they may surprise you, and it may not be a positive thing. But you can choose how you react to it, and you can choose how you let that continue to affect your day and your mood. And at any given time, you can stop what's happening around you by reflecting on what's going on, taking a deep breath, and saying, okay, is this really my reality? Or am I making this much worse than it is because I'm reacting to this emotionally? Because nine times out of 10, we make everything worse than it really is because we let our emotions get involved. And when we do that, we don't have a clear head. We're not thinking clearly once our emotions start to take over. And I've said this before, but there is actually research that has been done on the different areas of your brain. And when you start to have an emotional reaction to something, the logical part of your brain where you can make those kinds of logical decisions isn't being used. All of your brain activity is focused on a different part of your brain, the part of the brain that reacts to emotional situations. This part of the brain is called the limbic system and it controls your emotions. And when your brain is using, like that part of their brain, I should say, is being used, it takes the functionality away from the part of the brain that processes logic. 
So what that means is you cannot react emotionally and logically at the same time. So you're not able to make good decisions when you're all up in your emotions and you're overreacting to things. And this is part of, if you've ever heard my podcast about anxiety, why people say when you're having a panic attack, you should immediately try to identify five things that are right in front of you that you can physically touch, you can describe. And the reason they say to do that is because when you're in the throes or in the middle of a panic attack, your emotions are overwhelming you. And when you redirect your brain, you're redirecting where the activity is occurring in your brain. So when you are forced to stop what you're doing, to stop having that emotional reaction, you are in essence distracting your brain. You are taking the brain functioning from that emotional part of the brain, the limbic system, away and moving it more to the logical, the processing where the part of your brain processes logic. So what it's doing is basically distracting your brain. It's rewiring your brain, retraining your brain, which a lot of people think, well, it's impossible No, it's not impossible to retrain your brain. And that's in essence what you have to do when you want to stop doing that critical negative self-talk. You've got to learn how to rewire your brain. Our brains have been conditioned from birth because of the environment that we grew up in and where we lived. So for some of us, we lived in a very negative space. So we have to learn how to totally retrain our brain rewire it. So we have to basically distract it. When a negative thought creeps in, we have to say stop. We have to imagine a huge stop sign in our brain and then imagine that the thought is being redirected and it's now a different thought in our head. We essentially rewrite this thought that instead of being something negative, we create a positive and we put a spin on it. It's a new thought, something that makes us feel good because the universe wants us to know that at all times we should feel good. And when we don't feel good, it's our responsibility to change our thoughts. And that may seem difficult. You might be listening to this and going, what is she talking about? There is no way that I'm going to be able to change my thought. Well, it's not going to be easy at first. I will be totally honest with you because you have to get into the habit of doing several things. Number one, you have to live in the present moment and not be always in the past or in the future because you have to be paying attention to the thoughts that you have. And two, you have to be very, very conscious of what's going through your brain. Now, if you're like me, The second part here, that second thing is very difficult, or it was for me, because what I would do is I would, for example, last year when I had an hour drive home, when I'm in the car, my mind just starts to wander, and it's actually quite scary, the things that I would think of, you know, and what I mean is the way that my brain processes information and just 
how I can start at one thought and then arrive at a completely, like a whole story around that whole thought. So I'll just, I'll give you an example. So if I'm in the car and I'm thinking about, oh, I've got to make my grocery list. I need to add tomatoes to that grocery list. You know what? I wish we would have planted some tomatoes this year, but you know what? We can't plant tomatoes because we have deer and the deer come and then they eat the tomatoes. Man, I wish we didn't have deer. Well, maybe if we got a fence, maybe then the deer couldn't get in and then maybe we could have tomatoes. And then if I planted tomatoes, well, then I'd want to plant basil because then I can make a homemade spaghetti sauce. And then, oh, but if I do that, then I need to go on Pinterest and I need to really look for some good sauces. Oh, and if I do that, then I need to invite everyone over and I should have them over for spaghetti. But then if I have spaghetti, then I need to, I mean, it's just goes on and on and on. And that came from a simple like thought about a grocery list, but my brain just like spins and spins and spins. And some of you may be the same way. I mean, we always laugh. I always tell my mom, oh, they say I have ADD, but they don't understand. Oh, look, a chicken. You know, I get so easily distracted sometimes. And you can probably tell that even by listening to my podcast because it will seem like I'm doing one topic and then I sort of go into storytelling mode and then the topic changes a little bit, but then goes back to the point. That's just the way my brain works. It really does. But you can imagine how if you're not paying attention to that, one negative thought could spiral and cycle into a whole negative dialogue in your head. And it has done that for me. Like for me, if I sat and thought, I wonder why my last relationship didn't work out. Well, this went wrong. Oh, but it was probably my fault. Well, I wasn't this. I wasn't that. I mean, it just keeps going and going until I have made myself the problem in the whole situation. And that's not the truth. That's not even the reality. The reality is everyone in a relationship has 100% of the responsibility for their actions in that relationship. So it's not like one person can totally destroy a relationship. It takes two people. But if you're in this negative mindset, you're going to tell yourself that it was your fault and you're going to go through all the ways you weren't good enough and it's just going to pick up more speed. You're just going to have more and more negative thoughts added on to that. And when you get alone with your thoughts sometimes, that can be a very dark and scary place if you're not careful. And that's why I know a lot of people don't like to be alone. They don't like to be alone because when they're alone, they're alone with their thoughts. And if you don't know how to rein in your thoughts and you don't know how to change your thoughts so that you're only thinking about positive things, then being alone with your thoughts can be a very tormenting thing. I know people who beat themselves up on the regular. And when I look at these people, they are people who are lovely. Like they're absolutely lovely people. And I always think to myself, why can't this person see the beauty in them that I see? Like I see these people as amazing people. Yet when they talk to me, they start talking about all the mistakes they make. It's like all they can focus on is the bad. And I don't see any of that at all. Like all I see is the good in that person. And you see that with certain people too by what they post sometimes on social media. I know that some of you can probably relate to this. I have unfriended people or unfollowed them. Sometimes I'll just unfollow because I don't want to hurt their feelings. But I don't want to see negative things all the time. So if there's somebody who's constantly posting things that are 
just always negative. But if they're always putting themselves down or putting others down or starting off everything with woe is me, then I'll unfollow because I try to censor what I see. It's important. I mean, I don't think a lot of people really understand the importance of censoring your social media sites. You know, when the election was going on a few years ago, I was on Twitter and everyone I followed was anti-something, you know? And the problem is it just got to be so negative that it was driving me crazy. Like I was getting mad, like every day reading Twitter, I was getting really, really mad. And all it was doing was making my blood boil and giving me high blood pressure. It wasn't doing anything positive for me. And we actually at school had a presentation to our students about what are you watching on social media because this is affecting you, whether you know it or not. And I thought about that. I really thought about that. And I totally could see what they were saying because that was happening to me. I was watching political things and then getting very upset. So I started going through and unfollowing people or pages that were very negative. And I started going around and trying to purposefully find pages of people who posted positive things. Because if I opened my page at the beginning of my day and I saw something positive there, or if funny or whatever, it made my day better. And it really did help to shift my day. There are people that I will go and, and I can't wait to see what they've posted because it's really great content and it makes me happy. And then there were people that I would dread. I have people on my feed now that some of their posts get through and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this person is probably miserable to be around. And I see that and I see people posting things like that and I think, what do you think you're attracting when you're posting things like that that are so negative? You know, I know that I preach this over and over again of your your energy attracts people before you do. So when you're posting negative stuff all the time, you're attracting negative people whether you know it or not because like attracts like and you're attracting that kind of stuff into your life. And a friend was talking about this not too long ago of how tired he was that everybody wants help and they want all of this you know, please help me, please do this for me, but they're not willing to help themselves. And he was right to a degree. I see that. You know, I see people who say, oh my gosh, I need my life to change, but then they don't do anything to change it and they aren't willing to change it. And I get that it's scary to change your life. I get that. Trust me. You're talking or you're listening to someone who has gone through more changes in life than I care to even acknowledge. But I know that every time I've had to change myself and that I've had to transform my life, it's made me better. And my life has gotten better for it. If I chose to sit here and complain about all of the things that weren't fair that happened in my life, I would be just a miserable ball of sadness. I would not be any good or fun to anyone. I wouldn't be here helping you because to decide that I was going to do a podcast to help people, 
I wouldn't do that if I were just stuck playing the victim. I wouldn't care about helping others. I just care about making myself feel better. But I realized that through my own experiences, I could help others because I know what you're going through. And I'm here to tell you that the only way you're going to see positive change in your life is if you are the positive change in your life. You can't pray it into your life. You've got to do the work. You really do. I mean, I don't want to mislead you. I don't want to sit here and tell you that you can say a prayer and everything will be better. Yes, you can pray to your team and yes, they can help you. But to a certain degree, you have to do something too. It's not like you can just say, let it fall in my lap and then it will. You have to do the work too. Now that can mean though that our team can bring us people who can help us. It can give us signs to show us where to go next. But we actually have to move our feet and take action to change our lives. To simply sit there and say, oh, my life sucks. No, your life doesn't suck. Your attitude sucks. Your mindset sucks. The only way that your life is going to get better is if you get better. You have to heal yourself. You have to make yourself better. I have so many people who will ask me for advice. You know, they'll send me a message like, what should I do? What should I do? And then when I tell them, and it's not the answer that they want to hear, and I'm here to tell you that when I am asked for advice, I consult my spiritual team. It's not just me going, well, this is what I would do, or spinning a dial and getting it, you know, landing on an answer and saying, oh, do this. That's not what it is. I'm giving you the guidance that I've been given to give you. And when you say, oh, that wasn't what I wanted to hear, and I understand that, there was a point in time in my life when if somebody didn't give me the answer that I wanted to hear, I wouldn't have been happy with it, and I would have ignored you, and I would have been like, well, you know, I don't want to talk to you anymore, and now I'm mad at you because you didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. You didn't tell me the things that I wanted you to tell me. But you know what? Hearing what you want to hear isn't going to make you better. It will placate you for a little bit. But I think that once you realize, too, that if you keep doing the things that you're doing just because it's what you think is going to make you happy, you're going to realize it's not actually making you happy. And the only way that you can fix that is to really, really look at how you need to change your life. And I'm telling you that one of the biggest things you need to do is to stop the negative self-talk. Stop saying you're fat. Stop saying you're stupid. Stop saying that you're not worthy of things. You know what? Other people will share their opinions about us whether we want them or not. And you know what? What other people think doesn't matter. Other people can go jump off a bridge. Their opinion of you is none of your business and it shouldn't, it should not impact your life. Even if it's a close relative, even if you have a critical mother who says, well, you should lose 20 pounds. You know what? Your mother can shut up. I'm sorry. If you want to lose weight, then great, do it. And if you're happy with how you are, great, stay that way. Don't let other people make you decide who you should be or who you want to be. You have to be happy for yourself. And you know what? If you do say, yes, I do want to do this for myself, then that's great. But it's got to start with your mindset. 
when you start thinking things like, this is going to be hard and I can't do it, you're already setting yourself up for failure. Because you're already speaking your outcome. You've got to speak it like it's already here. So instead of speaking failure, why not start speaking success? Why not start saying, yes, I'm so thankful that I've lost 20 pounds because it was so easy. And I'm here to tell you that it can be easy, but you have to do the work. I, in my own life, decided, you know, oh, I wasn't happy with, I I put on a few extra pounds and I'm like, I'm not happy about this. So a friend of mine was like, oh, I have this really great way to lose weight. And, you know, if you follow the plan, it's easy. And I was like, well, I don't know how this is going to work because, you know, I've done things before and it's always hard. But this time I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to believe this person and I'm going to say, okay, I can see myself doing this and it's easy. So I tried this plan and it, it actually was easy. I didn't feel hungry. I didn't feel deprived. I felt more energetic, um, just overall better, really better. And I can tell that it's working. And for me, that's amazing, but it could have easily gone the other way. I could have already set myself up for failure and said, no, this is going to be too hard and I'm not going to be able to stick with it. You've got to start speaking into being what you want to see. And that includes with yourself. So instead of saying things like, oh, I'm so stupid. No, you're not. You're just bashing yourself. You've got to retrain your brain. You've got to catch yourself mid-negative sentence and thought and flip it. You've got to change what you're thinking about yourself. And you can do it. Anyone can do it. It just takes practice. And as I said, you've got to be really, really focused on being in the present moment and catching yourself when you start going down that spiral of negativity. You've got to stop it. You've got to stop it midway and turn it around. Start reframing your thoughts. And it really is... It really is that simple. It truly is. So one of the things, sorry, I don't know if you can hear panting here, but Nala has decided that she would like to say hi to me while I'm recording. So one of the things that you can do is to keep a journal of your thoughts. And when the negative ones and the ones you seem to repeat over and over pop up, write them down and then reframe the thought in the journal next to where you wrote it down. You know, if you wrote down something like, I always fail at achieving my goals, rewrite it to, I always succeed in my goals. And then picture yourself. That was a big thing. When I went back to school, I knew it was going to be hard, but one of the things that I did was I just imagined myself with the degree in my hand. I imagined myself in my cap and gown and what it would be like when my whole family was cheering me on at my graduation. And that was a very, very positive motivator for me. And it really did work. And it helped me to see the end goal. Like, why am I doing this? Oh, yes, this is why. So start paying attention to your thoughts and keeping them positive. 
All right, guys, so I wanted to pull a card for you today, and the card I pulled for you is from the Chakra Healing Oracle deck by the Sage Goddess, and it's Self-Trust. And I have to say really quickly, I'm going to keep mentioning this, but I did send off my um, Oracle deck to be created. So when it comes back to me, I am going to preview it on a Facebook Live, and then I will start taking orders for them. But I want to make sure that it looks okay when it comes back because I sent it away to have it created. So we shall see what it looks like. I'm hoping it turns out great. And then I'll be able to start taking orders immediately. But I do want to preview the cards for you on my Facebook Live so you get an opportunity to see what they're like. So anyway, your message is, the time has come to really trust who you are and love yourself fully. If there are parts of you that are out of alignment with your faith or your values, call them into alignment now so you feel better and more integrated. Then trust your intuition and inner knowing without question going as much as you can with the flow of your desires and passions. Cultivate your higher self as a trusted ally and seek its voice in meditation. I love this. So to me, this just means put more faith and trust into your own self. You know what you need. You know who you are. And if you don't, you better get to know who you are and what your values are. And once you know those things, other things in your life will start to align. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining me today. If you like my podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave a review from wherever you're listening. That helps others to find me. If you would like to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com, and check out my services that I offer and the pricing. And you can email me or text me or message me on Facebook and Instagram to book a session. Don't forget to join me on my Facebook Lives, Mondays at 5.30 Central. And if you have not already subscribed to my website, go do that and you will receive a free morning and evening meditation as my gift to you. I want to thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you have a fabulous day. I'm sending you massive love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.